This is a podcast brought to you by the Stress Times and the Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by the Business Times and the Straits Times, where we break down actionable financial tips. This episode is brought to you by OCBC Bank. I'm your host, Chris Lim, and today we're talking about how to invest in the sense of moving beyond savings and insurance to grow your money. With us today is Lynette Tan, a reporter at the Business Times, who is 26 this year, and Vasu Menon, OCBC Bank's Senior Investment Strategist, Wealth Management Singapore. Lynette is insured and has a bank account in order, all the basics, and is ready to take the next steps in her investment journey. Vasu will help us figure that out. Hi, Vasu and Lynette. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Lynette, why do you want to invest and what are your concerns? For now, I have just started working for about a year now. I have some minimal savings and I'm hoping to make my savings work harder for me. I have some goals in mind, like buying a house, getting married in future. So that's important to me. For now, I'm not very sure how to get started and I'm not sure whether the amount of money I have is enough. People my age might think that a five-figure sum is generally the minimum before you want to start investing. Mm -hmm. Well, Vasu, Lynette's definitely not alone in these thoughts, motivations and concerns. I mean, in a Jan Feb 2019 franked by OCBC survey of 866 students and young working adults aged 16 to 29, close to three quarters said that they wanted to start investing, with almost a third in it for long-term gains, but fewer than two in five considered themselves knowledgeable about investing. So there are myths out there, their concerns. First off, is a five-figure sum the minimum you need to start investing? Well, Chris, let me first break that myth about needing a five-figure sum to start investing. You actually need as little as $100 each month to start investing with OCBC. As little as $100, believe it or not. So it's a myth that you need five figures. So for example, if you're an OCBC customer, you log into OCBC Internet Banking, you can actually buy unit trusts which basically give you exposure to equities, bonds, and so on, different asset classes, with as little as $100 a month through a regular savings plan. So in other words, what happens is that every month, once you instruct the system, it'll just deduct $100 every month from your account and invest it in the unit trust that you choose. Aside from unit trust, if you wanted to buy directly into stocks, we have the OCBC Blue Chip Investment Plan. That again allows you to buy blue chips, like for example, the local banks, for as little as uh, $100 every month. Again, just $100 every month. And we are going to expand our offerings. This is in the pipeline. We're also going to make bond ETF available on the OCBC Budget Investment Plan. And we're also going to make a real estate investment trust ETF available. The offerings are being expanded, but even without that expansion, you can actually invest with as little as $100 every month. So you don't need to be rich to start investing. You need to basically have the motivation, which Lynette has. I mean, clearly she has the desire, and that's a very good starting point. But of course, beyond that, I think you need to build up your knowledge. I think that's critical. Mm -hmm. The desire is a good thing, but building up your knowledge is very critical. And as you highlighted in the Frank by OCBC survey, a lot of millennials are keen. They've got the right financial attitude, but they are not sure how to go about investing. Knowledge is critical, and I agree. So that means, you know, making sure you get a foundation right. You know, if you're understanding markets, understanding economics, if you don't, you're not sure how to do that, you know, then attend courses, attend talks, and get yourself up to speed. You know, with OCBC, we have a young investor program with OCBC Securities where they conduct workshops to help you with your knowledge as well as your trading. Plus, we've got the OCBC Frank website, which has got lots of content, lots of information that, you know, helps you to understand markets, understand finance, and, you know, throw away misperceptions that you have of investments and markets. So there's a lot out there that you can bank on. 
and you should really build your foundation before you even take the leap. So the barrier to entry isn't as high as some people might think in terms of capital, but you do have to do your homework. So what's step one? Before you do anything, is step one planning or research? What's step one? Precisely. Step one is building your foundation and making sure that you understand the tools, how to read economic articles, read markets, read financial statements, get those basics right. Okay, that's the harder part. Investing is the easier part, right? Mm-hmm. Investing is done in a matter of seconds, minutes, right? Mm-hmm. But making sure you get your act together, do your research. And I would actually take it two steps further before I actually jump into the markets. Number one, I would actually create a simulated portfolio. As a young person, you don't need to be in a massive hurry to jump into the markets like tomorrow or the after tomorrow. Create a simulated portfolio once you've got your knowledge up to speed. And that way it allows you to make some mistakes, understand how markets work, give it six months, nine months, learn how your simulated portfolio works when you make investment decisions. And then, you know, the other thing I would do is before you invest in anything, write yourself a small little proposal, a couple of paragraphs, maybe three paragraphs on why you're investing in what you're investing in. What are the risks associated with that investment? What are the potential returns you can get with an investment? What are your expectations? Now, that will force you to not make impulsive decisions, forces you to put down your thoughts very clearly, and that ensures that you make a thoughtful, informed decision before you take the leap. And I think those things are very, very important. So getting the basics right are very important. And once you've instilled that discipline, I think then you're ready for that big leap. And with the desire and with as little as $100 a month, you can take it off. So even before you do anything, even before you actually make an investment, three steps, do your research. Step two, gamify it for yourself, create a simulated portfolio. And step three, which is something many people miss out, write yourself a proposal. How are you going to go about this? What do you hope to achieve about this? What are the parameters? Make it clear to yourself and it forces you to actually clarify assumptions and what you're going to do. And some things may actually be silly when you put it down on paper. Precisely, precisely. You know, And sometimes if it's a good long-term investment, it allows you to go back to that piece of paper, read it, and it reminds you why did I make the investment. If it's for a long-term reason, don't lose sight of the long-term just because there's short-term noise and blips in the market. Now, if you like these tips so far, subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like and rate us. Now, back to our conversation with Vasu Menon from OCBC Bank and Lynette from The Business Times, where we're talking about investing. So Vasu, early on you mentioned the blue chip investment plan, BCIP. That sounds interesting, how you can actually get into blue chip investment with not a heck of a lot of money. Could you please talk a bit more about that? Well, you know, there are a pool of stocks that you can buy through the blue chip investment plan. You can decide which stocks you want. And essentially what happens is that if you tell yourself that you want to put in $100 every month into, say, four different blue chips, then on a monthly basis, money is squirreled away from your account into this blue chips that you invested in. And this goes on until you instruct the system to stop. So this is actually a good way for you to, what I call dollar cost average, effectively time diversification. Sometimes it is not a good idea to throw all your money into the markets at one point in time. With the blue chip investment plan, it not just gives you access to blue chips at very affordable levels, but it also allows you to spread your investments out over time, which can prove beneficial in the long term. So sometimes investing is a very emotional thing. So when you put a lot of money into the markets at one point in time, then you start watching the markets and it affects your work and distracts you from a lot of things. But when you squirrel money in gradually every month, you don't even know it's happening. It just takes place quietly. And sometimes that's the best way to invest in the markets, to take the emotions away from investing. So check that out, folks. A big tip, take the emotion out of investing. You have to look at it very rationally. Be honest with yourself. 
and building your investment gradually in a disciplined, structured way is one way to go about it. Precisely. But what's a first free way to start building a portfolio? Do you have any recommendations for us? Well, you know, I think essentially a regular savings plan is a first free way to basically invest in the markets. As I mentioned earlier, the OCBC Blue Chip Investment Plan, uh, the OCBC Internet Banking website allows you to squirrel away as little as $100 every month into investments that you choose. So what you can do is pre-select your investments, and that's where the thought process comes in. Deciding the investments is the more difficult part, making sure you do your research, picking what you want to invest in. And once you've done that, then the fuss-free method kicks in because then you tell the system, this is what I want to buy, and then you let the system take over. It just puts in $100 every month from the accounts that you have into these investments, and it goes on for as long as you want, right? So that's fuss-free because, you know, you don't actually have to call a broker every month or do something every month. The system takes over from there. The tough part is picking your investments. It's not so tough if you've got the knowledge and you've put your thoughts down on paper and have clarity in terms of making the informed decision. Is that what people call robo-investing, where you get a system to invest for you based on parameters? Well, you know, robo-investing is Mm. perhaps slightly different. The robotic system makes a decision in terms of what you can invest in. It may recommend a portfolio. This is more you making the decision yourself Mm -hmm. as to what you want to buy. It requires you to do some degree of research on your own, which is a good thing, I feel. Mm-hmm. And then essentially the system just squirrels away a certain amount of money every month that you instructed to, to invest in what you want. Well, thanks. Thanks, Vasu and Lynette, for being on the show. Great tips there. You know, the three tips to bear in mind before you even start investing, which basically, I mean, boils down to planning, planning, planning. Be honest with yourself. Write yourself a proposal. Gamify it for yourself. You can even make it fun by doing a simulated portfolio. Of course, not so fun when you're actually losing money on paper but do that your three tips before you even put down real money and make an investment well Lynette all these tips did you find them useful yeah absolutely I think what Vasu mentioned about building a simulated portfolio getting started on research is very interesting because I hadn't even thought of that I was just thinking about which equity to buy into so I think that's a good place to start for me Great. Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks. We hope you like these latest tips on moving beyond savings and insurance to actually grow your money. Brought to you in this episode by OCBC Bank. Please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app, Google Podcasts or Spotify. And like us and rate us. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor.